Ianthe by James Russell Lowell Read for LibriVox.org by Eliza Winters There is a light within her eyes, Like gleams of wandering fireflies. From light to shade it leaps and moves, Whenever in her soul arise The holy shapes of things she loves. Fitful it shines and changes ever, Like starlit ripples on a river, Or summer sunshine on the eaves Of silver-trembling poplar leaves, Where the lingering dewdrops quiver. I may not tell the blessedness Her mild eyes send to me, The sunset-tinted haziness Of their mysterious shine, The dim and holy mournfulness of their mellow light divine. The shadow of the lashes lie over them so lovingly that they seem to melt away in a doubtful twilight gray while I watch the stars arise in the evening of her eyes. I love it, yet I almost dread it, to think what it foreshadoweth, and when I muse how I have read that such strange light betokened death Instead of firefly gleams, I see wild corpse lights gliding waveringly. With wayward thoughts, her eyes are bright, like shiftings of the northern light. Hither, thither, swiftly glance they, in amazing twining dance they. Like ripply lights, the sunshine weaves, thrown backward from a shaken nook, below some tumbling water brook. On the o'er-arching platon leaves, All through her glowing face they flit, And rest in the deep-dwelling place, Those fathomless blue eyes of hers, Till from her burning soul relit, While her upheaving bosom stirs, They stream again across her face, And with such hope and glory fill it, Death could not have the heart to chill it. Yet, when their wild light fades again, I feel a sudden sense of pain, As if, while yet her eyes were gleaming, And like a shower of sunlit rain, Bright fancies from her face were streaming, Her trembling soul might flit away, As swift and suddenly as they. A wild, inspired earnestness Her inmost being fills, And eager self-forgetfulness, that speaks not what it wills. But what unto her soul is given, A living oracle from heaven, Which scarcely in her breast is born, When on her trembling lips it thrills, And like a burst of golden skies, Through storm clouds on a sudden torn, Like a glory of the morn, Beams marvelously from her eyes, And then like a spring-swollen river, Roll the deep waves of her full-hearted thought, Crested with sunlit spray, Her wild lips curve and quiver, And my rapt soul on the strong tide upcaught, Unwittingly is borne away, Lulled by a dreamful music ever, Far through the solemn twilight gray. Of hoary woods through valleys green, which the trailing vine embowers, And where the purple-clustered grapes are seen, 
deep glowing through rich clumps of waving flowers, now over foaming rapids swept, and with maddening rapture shook, now gliding where the water plants have slept, for ages in a moss-rimmed nook, and woven by a wild-eyed band of earth-forgetting dreams, I float to a delicious land, by a sunset heaven spanned, and musical with streams, around the calm majestic forms and godlike eyes of early greece i see or listen till my spirit warms to songs of courtly chivalry or weep unmindful if my tears be seen for the meek suffering love of poor undine her thoughts are never memories but ever changeful ever new fresh and beautiful as dew that in a dell at noontide lies, or, at the close of summer day, the pleasant breath of new-mown hay. Swiftly they come and pass, as golden birds across the sun, as light gleams on tall meadow grass, which the wind just breathes upon. And when she speaks, her eyes I see down gushing through their silken lattices, like stars that quiver tremblingly through leafy branches of the trees, and her pale cheeks do flush and glow with speaking flashes bright and rare as crimson north lights on new-fallen snow. From out the veiling of her hair, her careless hair that scatters down on either side her eyes, a waterfall leaf-tinged with brown and lit with the sunrise. When first I saw her, not of earth, but heavenly both in grief and mirth, I thought her, she did seem, as fair and full of mystery, as bodiless as forms we see in the rememberings of a dream, a moonlit mist, a strange dim light, circled her spirit from my sight. Each day more beautiful she grew, more earthly every day. Yet that mysterious, moony hue faded not at all away. She has a sister's sympathy with all the wanderers of the sky, but most I've seen her bosom stir when moonlight round her fell. For the wild moon, it loveth her, she loveth it as well. And of their love, perchance this grace was born into her wondrous face. I cannot tell how it may be, for both, methinks, can scarce be true. Still, as she earthly grew to me, she grew more heavenly, too. She seems one born in heaven with earthly feelings, for while unto her soul are given more pure revealings of holiest love and truth, yet is the mildness of her eyes made up of quickest sympathies, of kindliness and ruth, so, though some shade of awe doth stir our souls for one so far above us, we feel secure that she will love us, and cannot keep from loving her. She is a poem, which to me in speech and look is written bright, and to her life's rich harmony doth ever sing itself aright. Dear glorious creature, with eyes so dewy bright, and tenderest feeling itself revealing, and every look and feature, welcome as a homestead light, to one long wandering in a clouded night, 
own lovelier for her woman's weakness, which yet is strongly mailed, in armor of courageous meekness, and faith that never failed. Early and late, at her soul's gate, sits chastity in warder wise. No thoughts unchallenged, small or great, go thence into her eyes. Nor may a low, unworthy thought beyond that virgin warder win. No one whose password is not ought may go without or enter in. I call her, seeing those pure eyes, the eve of a new paradise, which she by gentle word and deed, and look no less, doth still create about her for her great thoughts breed a calm that lifts us from our fallen state, and makes us while with both her good and great. Nor is there memory wanting in our need, with stronger loving every hour turneth my heart to this frail flower, which, thoughtless of the world, hath grown to beauty and meek gentleness, here in a fair world of its own, by woman's instinct trained alone, a lily fair which God did bless, and which from nature's heart did draw love, wisdom, peace, and heaven's perfect law. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.